for great ideas and practical tools you can start using tomorrow to grow your business and separate you from the competition, you've come to the right place. If you're into B2B marketing and sales, then welcome to the one and only B2B marketing and sales podcast. With over 60 and counting total years in the trenches of businesses small and large, they have a plethora of knowledge and experience that generate you more leads, capture more clients, ring up more sales. Well, doggone it, just make you more money. How about that? Always thought-provoking, yet dubiously entertaining. Please welcome to their respective microphones across three time zones, your co-ringmasters, the Dave Loomis, and not the rock star, Steve Miller. Hey, everybody. <laughs> this is Steve Miller, better known as Kelly Dad, marketing gunslinger. I'm talking loudly into this mic that is really far away from me. Um, and uh, not the rock star. I'm not the rock star. I am joined today by, uh, once again, we have a guest. But we will get to our famous guest in just a moment. All right. Uh, um, obviously, I have to bring back in my, my cohort. I call him my cohort in crime, uh, my, my new best friend, and somebody who has a plethora of famous friends. That okay? is true. That is Mr. David Mayo Loomis, better known as the Dave Loomis. The Dave Loomis. Sometimes we call him Mr. Voice because uh, for obvious reasons. He's got that voice. He's got that voice. What and, can I say? Uh, and you know, for those of you who uh, saw the last, I think it was the last episode, um, and you may have noticed that I threw a, little, a couple of frames in there that kind of didn't go with the rest of the, the, the program, but it was, but we were, we, we had, uh, um, uh, Dermot, um, no, uh, Dylan. <laughs> right. Dermot Mulroney was on with us. Uh, and, uh, he, he had, he had come over to grandpa's house to see the, the, the new grandchild. And, uh, uh, and so we had a great time talking with him and we're going to have an even better time because we have a guest this week that I think I, and I, I certainly assume that much like Kay, Michelle, you are going to end up being a regular on this. Uh, this is Michelle Jones. Some of you may recognize her from Three's Company. Uh, that, uh, oh, it wasn't hmm. Three's Company. Okay. It must have been some other show. Oh, uh, right. Uh, yes. No, she's not. Well, she may be an actress. Yeah, she might be. Now, Michelle, I got introduced to you. All right, this is actually the first time we've met, but I, I've heard your voice, met your voice. I've heard your name many times now uh, from Mr. Voice. Uh, and so let's start with, let's, let's just start to get to know you a little bit, and then we'll get into why you are here with us on this conversation, because, uh, because I was very insistent on getting you on, on, uh, on, on the show with us. So, uh, so I know the name of your company is Creative Eight. Right. Um, very unique name. So give us, give us a little background into you. You were telling me a little bit about your, your background in the manufacturing world. Uh, um, where, you know, first of all, you live in Worcester, 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 Worcester Ohio. Okay. Yes. Correct. All right. Um, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Welcome, sure. Michelle. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And I have a bonus 
I don't know how many animals you've had on the show, but my dog Gus is joining us as well. So uh, yes. bring him on. Bring Welcome, him on. Gus. He looks like a throw pillow, but the Gus. I thought he was a throw pillow. <laughs> He's sleeping. He moved. Oh, he moved. The pillow moved. We love we love dogs. Okay. Um, so so um, my background in B two B is it's basically all I know, um, and I've done a lot in manufacturing over the years. But um, I had I, I got my undergrad degree in uh, marketing from Mount Union, which I didn't play football, but everyone else there did. Um, and it, yeah, business and marketing. And then I have my MBA from Case Western Reserve in Cleveland. And when I started working, um, I stumbled into manufacturing, I guess, uh, on accident, but maybe very intentionally at the same time, because it's a lot of my family background. My family is a bunch of entrepreneurs. Um, and my parents currently have a business where they take sawdust and they compress it into blocks and they burn it as a fire, firewood alternative. Um, it's, that's called BioBlocks. And there's a little plug for my family, but I started working, uh, let's see it about 2012. I started working for an industrial coated fabric manufacturer and these fabrics went into all kinds of industries and, uh, are used in so many different ways around the world. I've worked for a company that manufactured air operated double diaphragm pumps. Um, so I know lots about pumps. Um, and that was a division of a $2.3 billion, uh, global company. I was at the second largest business unit there driving their marketing strategy. And I worked for an architectural products company and my current mix of clients um, is everything from metal fabrication to, uh, to roofing and, and beyond. So yeah, it's a, I'm very passionate about B2B, very passionate about manufacturing, very passionate about marketing all into one. Where'd you come up with creative eight? Um, well, you know, coming up with a business name is never an easy thing. And at a certain point you just say, that's it. I'm rolling with it. Cause you could stew about it for forever. Um, but I was trying to find a domain that was available too. So I made a list. One of my favorite, this is a little hack, a bonus hack. Um, whenever I name things, whether it's a product line or my company, I like to make a list of words that really resonate with me. Um, and then I start to mash them together. And so that's how I came up with Creativate, which is create, cultivate, and innovate all put together. And those are things that I like to do. And those are things that I strive to do for my clients. That's cool. Um, I, I love words too. And I love looking for words that uh, um, I, I, I always try to find a better word. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, when I'm writing, you, you or, try and pivot, pivot to a better word. No, I pirouette uh, to a better word is what I do. Ah, uh, right. As you well know, Mr. Voice, you know, he set me up for that. So, uh, uh, Thank you. Thank you for that setup. Hey, are you familiar with, I think it's called wordhippo.com? No, but I just found out about Wordle. Apparently, I'm a little bit behind the times. Oh, well, Wordle, yeah. I mean, you know, that's, old, that's old news now. Um, but Word Hippo, I think it's Word Hippo. Can you check on that? It Mr. is. Voice? It is Word, Word Hippo. Word Hippo. That, that is the best word site on the internet. You know, uh, if you want to find words like synonyms and things like that, that yeah, is, it's, that it's is up, the site to go it's to. Upstanding. So, um, okay, so you came up with Creative Eight, um, but what what exactly is Creative Eight? So, my goal is to take all the learnings I have from working for multi million and multi billion dollar companies and bring all the best practices and strategies with working with literally multi million dollar budgets and bring those to small and medium-sized businesses that are poised for growth. So I do a lot of work with marketing strategy, marketing planning, a little bit of tactics and execution. 
Um, every client's a little bit different, but really it's, I like working with companies that are hungry and they're willing to invest in doing the right things that they need to do in order to grow. That, that, that is excellent. And that's, that fits really nicely with, uh, what Dave and I do, uh, as far as target market and, and, and that type of stuff. And I know that that's also why you guys, you know, are, have created a kind of venture together, which we'll get to in just, in just a few minutes. Um, one one thing I do I uh, and and Mr. Voice sent me this list of questions, um, and I'm going to basically pay no attention to any of it. So, but I, but I am going to start with one thing, and that is that uh, women in women in manufacturing. Uh, I have been very uh, active and aggressive in pushing uh, uh, women to look at manufacturing for as a, as a career. Uh, uh, and working through IMTS and other associations and organizations like that, uh, and helping them to create programs. Um, and, and, and my wife, my smoking hot wife, Kay, you know, she worked, uh, she was the world's number one muffler salesperson years ago. So she worked in, in that industry as well. Why do you think there aren't that many women in, in manufacturing? This is my personal opinion. I think that when people to this day, when they think of manufacturing, they think of like dirty, greasy, grimy, grubby. Like it's, it's not really a word where you think of, um, and I struggle with this in roofing a lot too. We talk about this in roofing. People just don't naturally think about actually the engineering, the skill set, the precision um, that it takes to do manufacturing and do it well. And I think women are tended when we're, when we're younger too, we tend to put be pushed into more of the nurturing types of roles, the teachers, the nurses. No one says, hey, you could be a CEO of a manufacturing plant one day. Um, so since I've been in it and I've been in it for a while, I feel this personal responsibility to make sure that we're changing the, that story. Um, and I worked, I like to work with as many women-owned businesses as I possibly can. Um, I work with a lot of freelancers or side hustlers and um uh, and so I like to, to bring in women talent into specifically into the industries that I'm in, because every industry I'm in right now with my clients, they all are experiencing this, this I don't want to say crisis, because we all have workforce shortages in general, but um, especially starved for women. And women were the most affected, too, from the pandemic for leaving the workforce. So it took a, it took a bad problem and made it worse. Yeah, I think that... Uh, um manufacturing which is you know the the uh, staffing problem the getting getting qualified employees uh that issue uh one of the things that has surprised me th throughout this has been the lack of the, the vision that these companies have is pretty narrow uh mm -hmm. of where the solution is because you know i've had conversations with companies and i'm, I'm saying have you looked at bringing women in to the workforce you know with, with you and they're like well no they they wouldn't they wouldn't fit in here I'm going, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> you know, you know, so, yeah. uh, you and know, it's surprising too. It's not just the small companies that you would think. There's big companies that have deep cultural issues mm -hmm. and they're not the ones you would think. And so I think we all need to continue to challenge each other. And I'm also a really big advocate of men advocating for women. So the question that you just asked is spot on. Um, if women are only responsible for bringing women in, there's not going to be much change because there's so few women to begin with. But if men can start being um, advocates and supporters of women. And then I think the other thing too is retention. 
So if we do, if we do bring women in, we need to make sure we've got a good culture for them to, to, to thrive and right. feel supported. And yep. yeah, we don't. Yep. Chase and, <laughs> and these are really, honestly, the, 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 you could just substitute, um, people of color and other thing, other, other, uh, types of diversity and inclusion with that. And, you know, I, I have worked with a lot of companies that have been trying to um, add diversity in general, not just women, but other, uh, other types of diversity and sure. nonprofits. And it is just such a uh, hot topic right now. And it doesn't happen by mistake. It happens right. only intentionally right. and, and, and over time. But you have to work at it. And one, you know, one group that is sorely uh, taken for granted are, are uh, men with no hair. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. Agree. I, I totally agree with that. Really sad. Really sad. Totally agree with that. They but are. they tend to be the, the smarter people. So they're, they're Well, you retired. know, my dad, my, I, my dad explained it to me one time when he, he said, he said, you know, he's, he, he's bald in the front. He's bald. He said, he said, when you're bald in the front, you're a thinker. When you're bald in the back, you, you, you're sexy. If you're bald in the front and the back, you think you're sexy. So, uh, there you go. uh grass doesn't grow on a busy yes. street. So now I want now I want to pirouette to, uh, conversation about what you do all right you know i've, I've got your opinion now and, and and i and and we could talk all day about that but really what we want to talk what we want to talk about is 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 what you do michelle when you are working with companies why what, what is it about marketing that that attracts you to that uh um, what is it that companies do wrong um you know Give us an idea of the the how how the gears work in your brain when it comes to marketing. Well, I think in a very oversimplified way, um, a lot of companies just severely underestimate how much time it takes to do marketing and do it well, and how how much um, how you need a dedicated resource for sure. And whether that's internally or externally, you need someone whose mind is marketing wired. And everyone thinks they can be a marketer because we all consume. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh! <laughs> Everybody thinks they're a marketer. Everyone thinks they're a marketer, and, and and companies like um, uh, is it Constant Contact or who is it? They're like everyone can be a marketer. It's it's literally their marketing campaign, and I'm like, no, that is. That is <laughs> Please stop! Don't stop. subject us. <laughs> yeah, or is it Mailchimp? I can't remember, but someone has been doing that, and I saw that for the first time, and I just cringed. Um, yeah. It'd be like, I mean, everyone can be an engineer because we drive cars. Like, what are you thinking? That's terrible. Um, so, so I, I like working with companies who actually, they're not saying for the first time ever that we want to start doing marketing because they have no idea what it's really going to take to do it right and to do it well. Um, I like companies who are willing to uh, take risks because... Sometimes that your failings lead to your greatest learnings and your greatest successes later down the road. So um, nothing's ever a loss. It's a learning opportunity. So I like companies that are willing to, to take the risk. And it's fun also being more on the, I'll say the consultant side. Um, when I worked full-time before, we always, you, you'd say, you'd give your opinion as a full-time employee, but you'd have to wait for the consultant to come in and give the same opinion <laughs> for it to be right. Yeah. So, so it's nice to kind of be on the outside, like, like guilty that. is well, charged. And and um, and if you haven't found this yet, Michelle, I guarantee you, you will. And that is that somebody will hire you to come in and say what they've al they've already been saying, but they know 
that they will listen to you. Mm-hmm. And so and it's not by, it's intentional. It's not even by mistake. That, sometimes that, I've been, that that I, happens, have, right. I have very often been been hired, and they'll say, "Hey, look, I I here here's what I believe," and I'll say, "That's exactly right. That's what you should be doing." <laughs> they're not they're not listening to me, and yep. uh, um, but they will listen to an outsider. You know, and and so I, I think that's for, and and that's that's sad, but fortunately for us, you know, we will get paid to do that. So uh, yeah. Um, and uh, what what do you, what do you think the number one mistake that companies make when it comes to marketing? Um, I think I alluded to it actually just a second ago, but it's not not properly planning. That's the biggest one. There's so many companies. You, again, you'd be surprised at these multi-million, billion-dollar companies that have no right. marketing plan or marketing resources. Um, so I, I think not taking the time to put together the correct plan um, leads to a s- cyclical, never-ending firefighting um, situation where you're just jumping from one thing to the next and you're doing a bunch of things poorly versus doing a few things well. Um, so while I do applaud companies that are at least trying to make an effort into their marketing. And the other thing I see too, is, um, companies doing things just for the sake of doing it. Oh, well, we heard we should be doing social media, but why is that where your target market hangs out? Like that's, that's not where they hang out. Then why are you doing it? Um, so being willing to ask those tough questions too. So I just gave like five things that, well, yeah, but you, you know, uh, I mean, you can, you also kind of alluded to and, and referred back to bigger companies. Mm-hmm. Okay, but your but your target market now are not big companies. They're 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 the small to mid sized companies, like like what uh, Mr. Voice and I uh, chase after. And and I think that they have different situations when it comes to uh, marketing. Number one is uh, it's not unusual for uh, even a mid sized company not even to have a marketing department. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got a sales department. And then, you know, somebody says, you know, so, somewhere along the line, they go, you know, we, we really probably should get into marketing. Isn't marketing something that, that, that helps us get more sales? And isn't that what we, sh- we shouldn't we be doing something like that? And so they're, they're, they're kind of coming in as unconscious incompetence. You know, mm-hmm. they don't know what they don't know, um, but they heard it was a good idea. Well, you know, because like you say, somebody said, oh, you should be on TikTok. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's a, that's a real key one that Michelle and I are, are, are seeing a lot of. Um, you're going to get to asking us about our little collab that we have, but 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 we see this constantly in in um, even just business development meetings where the uh, a potential client says, "Hey, we we should be doing you know we should be doing this this and this," and our response is, "Well, um, are you sure that because there's no recipe." Nobody has to do anything in marketing. I mean, really, that it's a strange thing to say, but I mean, why are we doing it at all? You know, we're we're doing it to support sales and to build a brand and and so forth. But I mean, if it doesn't do that effectively and it doesn't reach the kind of people you need to reach, your moose, as you say, Steve, then then don't do it. Just because everybody else is doing it, just because everybody else is sending um, you know, direct messages inside LinkedIn that are automated. And I got one today and it said, um, would you be against setting up a meeting with me at 2 p.m. today? That was the call to action. Would you be against 
And, you know, oh my gosh, I, yes. I can't, I can't even start. Yes. The answer was yes, I would be, I would be a hundred percent opposed to that. I started screenshotting some of my favorites because the typos and the things that clearly said in one sentence, I never read your profile. Right. I mean, like people see that I have roofing in my LinkedIn profile. So I get like, I'll help you grow by 40. I'll get you 40 to 50 houses every month. And I'm like, I'm not a contractor. If you would have taken <laughs> your profile. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, be selective. I, I, I hate quality them. over quality over quantity. People, and I am not nice to them. Oh, do you I engage not, them? I said, you know, I, I say, I say, hey, look, you know, I, I, this morning got one of those you're talking about. Right. And I just responded. I said, I said, number one, you didn't read my profile. Uh, if you did, you would have seen I'm a best-selling author. I've been doing this for 35 years. I'm, I'm making money. Okay. And you're telling me that you're going to help me make, make money. You know, there's not a darn thing that you can do to help me make, make, you know, because I'm making more money than you. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so there, just go away, pirouette your little robo dying yeah. things away. Yes. So I, I really hate, hate those people. Um, so, strong, okay. So let's kind, of, let's kind of, I'm, I want to kind of take, take this, this part of the conversation and transition it into where did Rev B2B come from? Well, well first, first tell us what it is. Well, let, let's rewind for a second and tell you, I met Dave almost 10 years ago. Dave was my mentor for years and years. And then he has his company. I started mine last year. And so instantly- Did you have, we, did you have to go out and unlearn everything first? Um, that he no, taught you? No. Fortunately, <laughs> I've implemented all the things he taught me and they've served me well, but he's always been a huge- Wow. Listen to that. That's that awesome. Was, Thank you, Michelle. Was, you're welcome. Um, yeah. But truly, I mean, yeah. he's been a supporter of mine for years. And so- Back before I officially said I'm making the leap to this full time and started opening the doors to my company, Dave helped pave the way for me to get there. So as soon as I had that door open, we were like, all right, great. How can we work together? Um, so we started working together last year, almost from day one of, of me getting started on a few projects. And so Dave and I both have strengths in different areas of marketing. That's the other thing too. Marketing is not just sales. It's it's such a broad term and it covers so many very specific segments and different activities. So Dave shines with research and voice of customer and branding. I like taking those things and turning them, we both overlap in strategy. And then I like turning those into a plan and how do we go ahead and actually bring this to market and what are some of those tactics between him and I, we know all these fantastic vendors and all these people that we've worked with through the years by trial and error and all the good ones, you know, the cream of the crop. Um, so we decided let's let's officially join forces after submitting a few proposals to people that said Loomis Marketing and Creative 8, which is kind of confusing. Let's join forces. What is it that we really do? What is it that we both really enjoy doing? And that's that's really helping these companies that want to grow, grow. And we have all these strengths and all these ways that we can help them grow. Um, so Rev B2B is like Rev, like Rev. Yeah, it's Rev it up. Rev yeah, B2B. Like, oh, I, I, I really like that, that yeah. name. We've got a um, cool logo. I don't know if you can see our logo right here. See Rev B2B? That, that's very cute. Cute. Did it's you do that orange yourself? orange in it. Come on, man. Did you do that yourself, Dave? No, no. Well, you, you actually paid somebody to do that? That's, it's, it's very good. Yeah, thank you. 
good. No, I like yeah, it. Yeah, so I like so it. So we of have that, I and like so it. this is the thing. This is the uh, the new way is collabs. You know, all the brands are doing collabs. So we thought we should too. So our 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 existing companies still exist, but we pitch together under a name that is uh, going to have its own brand. It's going to have its own website, and uh, for you know, so that people can that we're pitching to can go check it out and see who we are. And we're going to take it from there. Mm -hmm. And there's there's many ways that you can work with us too. It can be more of a, hey, we know we need marketing help. We don't know what we, we need. And Dave and I will come in and we can do a workshop and do a couple day deep dive if needed and put together a full plan. Or it could be more of, hey, we know we need help in these two areas. Is this something you could help us with? But I think the big thing is that so many companies, they take all this time to put together a great plan. And the plan is either way too ambitious or they have no idea how they're actually going to get it done. And so Dave and I want to help bridge that gap between coming up with a really phenomenal plan and actually putting it into action with the connections that we have to all these amazing vendors and people and resources that we work with. So that's what we're, that's the beautiful Rev B2B and, concept. And, and, and so your targets are, are still primarily the same type of companies, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Small, small, uh, small medium, small SBA definitions, which is like, I think it's small business. Oh, that's stupid. But SBA, yeah, a small business is, you know, $50 million. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, mid size. Mid size is now, uh, you know, near a billion. Oh, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we work with a lot of companies that are somewhere between 10 to 50 million, but we have yeah. clients that are larger and some that are smaller. So, Usually well for me for me one of the one of the main things is is that um and I don't know about you guys but for me and it's regardless of whether it's a even a 5 million dollar company or a 50 million dollar company is that I'm working with the boss I'm working with the CEO uh and and in in many if not most cases it's also the owner of the company uh at at that level uh, you know they're you know they've built this thing by themselves they uh they're at a point where they want to uh, um, grow bigger, or or they they you know they've hit a wall of growth, and they uh, they they just need help to uh, push it push it into the future, and and that's where sales uh, alone uh, just simply can't do the job. Mm -hmm. uh, so you got you got to be smarter, and you got to be uh, you got to open the door to uh, communication outside of face to face, uh, and because um, ultimately. That's really what sales is all about: is getting getting that 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 face to get as close to face to face as possible, even if it's like this. But um, you know, but uh, marketing can really really make this a lot more efficient and uh, a lot a lot more effective. So uh, that and 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 there are a lot of companies out there, a lot of, a lot of smaller companies out there. They just don't they don't they don't get that. You know, and like you said earlier, you know, everybody thinks they know how to. Everybody thinks they understand marketing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, you know, and that's when I just want to shoot him. Uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> he's kidding, folks. I'm really no, I'm really not. Uh, he, he's and, and he talked about collabs. Okay, that's that's why my business is collapsing. Okay, really? I'm I'm completely. Wow, kidding. that's um, not bad. That's you know, not bad. Oh, yeah, uh, huh? Let's see if that yeah. URL is taken because it could it be a collaboration that helps others co collaborate. Collapsing. Wow. It's, it's Collapsy. Oh my gosh. With some misspelling and, and, and in it. Now, and if I remember, and I, I'm going to tell you something, 
uh, Dave, this woman is way smarter than you and me put together. Uh, um, just listening to her talk, holy crap. Uh, well, this, hey, this, this is, is an intelligent woman. And, yeah, you, uh, and, and, and you know what? I am going to back up. <laughs> I'm going to back up because I'm going to correct myself. Uh, um, this is an intelligent person uh, who really knows what she's talking about. Uh, and, um, and, and Dave, you are a very, very lucky dude to get, get connected with her. Um, yes, so. yes. And, um, and others can by, uh, by contacting us. Yeah, I want you to. If you, you want to work with Rev, Rev B2B. Yeah, okay. You know, because we've, we've just touched on the, the surface of this stuff, of what you guys can do. But, but the bottom line is, and, tell, and correct me if I'm wrong, the bottom line is, is that you can help companies who either, they either have, they're, they're, they're trying to do marketing, but it's really not, it's not working, okay? Or they've heard they should be doing marketing and, or they've heard they should be doing TikTok. They, should, they heard they should be doing uh, you know, Instagram and stuff like that. But, and they've, they've gone out there and they've thrown a uh, you know, bucket full of money at it and nothing's happened. Okay. And, and they're going, how do we do this? How do we do this? And you are the guys they should call. Yeah. And they might not have a, you know, a full-fledged uh, marketing department or even no. person, no. Um, but they know they need something and um, right. that can happen. That can happen. And one and the of the things that you we end up doing is we recommend at the end of a, a project sometimes yeah. or in the middle of the project, this is what you need to do and you need to hire somebody. Right. Um, and then we help them with a job description. Yes. Yeah. And it's real interesting how you guys have uh, very disparate uh, skills and knowledge and experience that, that works very neatly together. Yes. Uh, sounds, sounds like. Yes. And, uh, um, uh, Speaking of working very neatly together, Steve, you and I work very neatly together because you do the intro and I do the wrap up. And because I think that's a signal. I think oh, that's a signal. oh my gosh! I just looked at the time, and I think we have to sign off. I was I I figured I had one more minute, but okay. Well, so, yeah, but but you know what? I, I am gonna get the hell out of your way. But you but, but, be, but before, before we you do, do, yeah, I, I want to know how do how do people contact you guys? Uh, Rev B www.revb2b.com. B number two, B.com. B2B.com. Yes, Rev. Rev it up. Oh, hey, our, rev it up. Our rev listeners up. our listeners and our viewers Thank are you. way smarter than we give them credit. Yeah, they will rev it up. Okay. Um, folks, I know this is making you sad, Steve, but we can have them all back. You have been listening to the... B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast with none other than Steve Miller, not the rock star, also known as Kelly's dad and marketing gunslinger and all sorts of other things that we can't say on air. And we had our incredible guest, Michelle Jones from Creative 8, also Rev B2B. And thank you so much, Michelle. Michelle, and can you come back next week? <laughs> Look at my calendar and we could continue this conversation. This could be part one of two That's or right. Okay. Sounds great. I think there's more. I think there's more. For Sounds you great. To- this is, of course, Dave, the Dave Loomis, also known as the Voice. Thank you for yep. joining us, and take care, folks. <laughs> Good evening. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast. The source for B2B Marketing and Sales Insights. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave these old guys a five-star rating. Check the show notes for any links and contact information. You can always contact us by going to b2bmarketingsalespodcast.com. Thank you and keep on marketing. Keep on selling.